A little over 22 months ago, my family's life changed, my life changed, because my nephew Liam was born. Our family rejoiced in the birth of a new generation of Rudy's. He's the first grandkid for my parents. Now, we all knew that Liam was going to be born for the nine months uh, before that. But there was something about being able to hold him, finally. To hold him in our arms, to carry him, to hug him. You who are parents know this much better than I, right? You wait expectantly for this child, and in that moment when you finally get to meet him or her, it's kind of this surreal, sublime moment in our lives. Because as much as we might know about a person, before we interact with them, we don't know them. When I was holding Liam for that first time, soon after he was born, I knew him. I knew my nephew and I loved him. Encountering Liam changed my life because it was he revealed himself to me. We know a human person through a human body, right? When I, when I met Liam, I held him in my arms, I held him. And the person reveals himself or herself through their body, and that body reveals the person. And without even choosing it, when he was just days old, Liam revealed himself to me. And that revelation changed my life. I knew I was an uncle, right? A new relationship uh, was revealed to me. I was Uncle Will at that point. You know, 22 months ago, my life changed because a baby came into the world. Babies always change our worlds, don't they? 2,000 years ago, every person that has ever lived and every person that will ever live lives changed because a baby was born in Bethlehem of Judea. This baby who is God and who reveals God changes everything. Today on this great feast of Christmas, brothers and sisters, we celebrate that God humbly reveals himself to us by becoming man. The word becomes flesh and dwells among us, as we just heard in the beautiful prologue of St. John's Gospel. And in that revelation, a new relationship is created. God binds himself to humanity so closely. And through him, we receive grace in place of grace. And we're able to become not born of human generation, but born of divine choice. God's own sons and daughters. A new life of grace is opened up to us today. Because the radical claim of Christianity is that the word through whom all things came into being, who spoke creation into being, became a tiny infant who could not speak a word. God becomes incarnate. He takes on flesh and blood. He has a human mind, a human will. He assumes humanity to himself, becoming like us in all things but sin. He's born of a woman and through his humanity, we get to meet divinity. We come to participate in God's own life. When we look at the little baby in the manger, we see the face of God. 
For the infant Jesus lying in that manger reveals God the Father. When he smiles, God smiles. When he cries, God cries. When he reaches out to grab his mother Mary or his, his foster father Joseph's finger, or one of those shepherd's fingers, it is God grasping the finger of humanity. This is fundamental to us as Christians, and if we recognize it, it will change our lives. On this day when we celebrate the nativity, the defenseless love of God, his humility, and his kindness come into view. He exposes himself to us in the heart of the world. God comes to us in a way that we can receive him as a tiny infant. When I pray and think about the fact that Jesus became a tiny baby, three ideas that I'd like to share with you come to mind. The first is that babies, they're delightful. They bring us such great joy. You know, what a, it's been an amazing joy to watch my brothers and sisters-in-law as Liam and my other uh, niece, Cecilia, grow. They, they rejoice as parents, and I rejoice as an uncle, in each one of their new abilities. Even the, smile, the smallest hint of a smile from my three-month-old niece, Cecilia, just lights up my brother and sister-in-law's faces. Every new day is a new adventure with a child. Children invite us to have a new delight in the world, to see things with new eyes. But more importantly, more importantly, they invite us to delight in them, right? A child invites us to rejoice in the fact that they, they are, right? They're so, so beautiful. Christ becomes a delightful child that we may learn to delight in God who delights in us as his children, brothers and sisters. Another idea that comes to mind is that babies are defenseless. They're vulnerable. Harmed by sin, our hearts are defensive. All too often in our attempts to love, we have been hurt. Because of this, we place walls around our hearts for protection. And a baby can melt those walls completely because a baby doesn't have those walls. A baby is vulnerable. He or she cannot protect themselves. Because of this, babies are not a threat to us. They don't threaten us. They simply invite us to love them. The child Jesus also offers no threat. As an infant, he was not a threat to anyone who came to him in goodwill. Jesus Christ depended on his parents, just like every other child born into this world. He needed their help to live. He was small. He was helpless. He needed to be protected. In a supreme act of love, he humbly makes himself vulnerable. The creator of everything becomes helpless and vulnerable. The wood of the manger, brothers and sisters, foreshadows the wood of the cross. God opens himself up to being harmed, to show us that he does not threaten, that he takes nothing, but wishes to love us. 
From the crib to the cross, his entire life shows this love. Christ becomes defenseless in order to melt our defensive hearts so that we can learn to love him. Meeting this baby of Bethlehem, we see that God chooses to become an infant who draws us out of ourself and towards God. He opens the door for us to meet him as a person, and he awaits our response. This brings me to the third point that all of you parents will know quite well, much better than I. Babies are demanding. Babies have many needs that we who love them have to fulfill. Being a parent is a demanding vocation. When they arrive, babies demand from us a, a radical change in the way that we're living if we care for them. Parents and families have to mold their entire lives to the needs of the infant in their midst. I mean, think of all the things that you or the parents you know have sacrificed for your children. Food, sleep, money, opportunities, time, your own expectations. Parenthood means living for the other in a radically new way. So also, brothers and sisters, the infant Jesus gently demands something from us. The child of Bethlehem invites us to love him, to give ourselves completely to him. And responding to that invitation of love means changing our lives, means allowing his grace to enter into our lives and change the way that we are living. He comes in love, inviting us to love him, making himself defenseless and delightful. If we respond in love, it will demand everything that we are, and we will receive everything. We will receive grace upon grace. If we choose to love him, meeting this child will change our lives. It will mean a radical reorientation of our hearts to the love of God and to the love of our neighbor. He gives us power, grace, to become children of God. We can be with him at the Father's side, that last line of the gospel that we heard this morning. No one has ever seen God but the only Son, God has revealed him to us, right, who is at the Father's side. At the Father's side, brothers and sisters, that's where we also are called to be. It's the same word in the gospel this morning, that word at the Father's side, is the same word that is used by the evangelist to describe the beloved disciple at the Last Supper, who's at the side, in the bosom, of Jesus Christ on that night of the Last Supper. We are all called to be that beloved disciple, to be in Christ and to be with the Father. Love demands everything of us, brothers and sisters, not because God needs our love, but because he knows that such a, a love will transform our lives. Giving ourselves away will transform us and in that will be completely fulfilled. Brothers and sisters, if you have been far from the Lord, do not be afraid to let him love you today. 
Do not be afraid to receive the Christ child into your arms. Look upon him, and more importantly, let him look upon you with love. Delight as he smiles at you. Let your heart melt. Let your heart be, bro or be broken open as you stare upon the face of God. Delight in his gaze. Then let your heart respond with love. He takes nothing, and he gives everything. Oh, come, let us adore him.